0: Are you curious about having an emotional support animal? My next guest Joanne Williams has been a practicing therapist for over 30 years and she specializes in simplifying anxiety and she also holds a special expertise in helping people get approved for emotional support animals. In today's show Joanne and I chat candidly about dealing with anxiety during COVID-19. Welcome to Joanne.
1: Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance so without further ado i invite you to get off your duff and let's get started now here's your host duff gardner hello
0: hello hello everyone and welcome today to off my duff the entrepreneur podcast where we're all about the little guy wants to play a big game And get off your backside and make that big impact in the world that you really want to make. Uh, I'm excited today to have a kind of a new friend of mine who, uh, well, I am quite excited because there's a lot of stuff about me that you're going to find out as I talk through this presentation. Uh, uh, My new friend, Joanne Williams, all the way from Florida. Joanne, how's it going?
1: I'm well. Thank you for having me.
0: It's great to have you on the show. Uh, Now, as I'm looking at you... Uh, over the interwebs here. Uh, <laughs> I, I can see um, the name of your podcast. You've got some really cool branding in behind you there. And the name of your podcast that you've just launched at the time of this being produced is Anxiety Simplified. I love your branding. I love your logo. And I love the simplicity and the powerfulness of your message. Um, tell me where that comes from.
1: I've been a therapist for 30 years now, and I feel like a lot of my messages and a lot of the communication I do with my clients kind of boils down to what I have experienced as anxiety. And whether it is struggling in relationships or wherever in your life, in a lot in work too, it boils down to learning some skills about anxiety. So that is what I want to empower people with, is skills.
0: Yeah and I think we're living in a world today where uh-huh. ch- a- a disruption is the name of the game and you know uh I think it's 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 challenging for all of us to because it's impossible for us to predict the future we can try and um you know I notice all well let's put it this way I think all the metrics of anxiety uh, somebody's going to start measuring this and it's going to be through the roof right now. Um, I think you're in a really important spot. Um, and especially for entrepreneurs, you know, because there's so much uncertainty in terms of what we do that it's a big deal.
1: Yes. And there was, there's, there is a really good article out last, well, it was May, by the Washington Post. And the statistics that they are showing, they're calling it a shadow
0: pandemic
1: of of anxiety mostly but and depression and what's interesting about that art it was like seventy four percent of people are feeling their life is disrupted seventy seven percent are feeling their concentration is affected and one of the things that they found in um, uh, it was in the uh, Bureau of Statistics, I believe it was they 're seeing a thousand percent increase in April of anxiety compared to last year right and it 's following where the the coronavirus goes so geographically so sure. they 've even looked at the different states and right now mississippi they 're looking at the state the the, the unfortunately, the folks in, 50% are experiencing either anxiety or depression. So it is very difficult on our population right now.
0: Wow. Yeah. Just, just the, the coping for, with change. And uh, yeah, I mean, we all, we all feel it to different degrees. So it's, it's just a thing now that I think as a, as a society and certainly as entrepreneurs, both in terms of what we teach and how we uh, how we set ourselves up to be successful and serve our clients. This is something we all really have to think about a lot. It's just, it's just the reality that we live in right now. Um, and I love the idea of the shadow um, wow. pa- pandemic. Cause I mean, it's very clear what that is, you know, interestingly. So um, now, the interesting thing about your practice is there's an origin story to a specific expertise that you have. And I'm, I, I, I don't want to say too much because I'm excited to talk more about it. So okay. I'll, I'll just give you the floor to talk about where that certain expertise within your expertise started.
1: Okay, sure. Um, I've been a therapist for about 30 years now. Yeah. And. I was going on an airplane with my little dog. He was probably a 10 pound little dog that I had in the little carrier as a pet that you know, you stuff them under the seat. As you get on the plane, they have to stay there. And so he, my little dog was getting very anxious. And it was making me extremely anxious. So I kept taking them out of the little bag and putting them on my lap. And the flight attendant would say, no, put him back in. To the point where I had people around me telling me when the flight attendant was coming so that we (laughs) could keep him in the bag. And so this kind flight attendant came over and go, you know, there really is a program for you. And it's called Emotional Support Animals. And then you could have your little dog on your lap. So here I had been a therapist at, you know, at that point, a little over 20 years. I knew nothing about this. So, Uh. of course, I researched it. And what I found is there's actually two federal laws governing this. One in housing, that's 47 years old, Fair Housing Act. Uh. And air travel, the Air Carriers Access Act, it's like 36 years old. So these laws have been around for a very long time. And people don't even know about them. So once she told me, I'm like, here I am a therapist. Why am I sharing this with my clients? So I did. So my specialty has become certifying people to have an emotional support animal. There are three qualifiers. They do have to help with the daily functioning. Your animal has to help you, yeah. like with sleep or concentration or being able to socialize or get out more and motive, you know, motivated like flying to be out. And also have a psychological diagnosis. So what I do in these evaluations is look for those three things. Once wow. I do, I get somebody a letter that they can give to the airlines and then they can fly with their little guy on their lap if they're small enough or at their feet. Wow.
0: Now, of course, fly- not, not as many people are flying these days, but mm. just the idea of emotional support animals is super interesting to me. I, I, I think I had relayed to you when we met was in March of 2020, and um, when I when I flew down to San Diego for the event uh, that we we met at, my my pet had just come back from uh, my my pup uh, had just come back from uh, radiation therapy, uh-huh. and uh, had done quite well, and everybody was thinking he was doing quite well. And just before I left, he had a little bit of a limp, but he had a reconstructed knee. He was only um, just nine just just nine. And uh, so that limp was kind of just, I just thought that's what it was. Nine days later, I came back and the vets were recommending that, um, you know, he was, they had done an MRI of his head. He had 25 um, tumors in his head. And so that was a difficult time, brought him home. You know, we, we, we surrounded him with friends and family for his last days. Uh, Now, Seamus was his name and I co-parented Seamus and his other father, uh, for the three weeks after that, um, just couldn't function. And it was interesting because I recognized in that experience how much Seamus had become his uh, emotional support. It wasn't official. We hadn't gone through the process of, you know, mm-hmm. any kind of a diagnosis. But, um, and so now Ronan is a new member of our kind oh, of good. crazy family. And it's amazing to see uh, how he thrives now, having this dog to look after, um, it's just it's, it's incredible to see change in his daily experience. And I, and I think that um, this is such an interesting area to me, especially given what we were talking about earlier around the shadow pandemic, the levels of difficulty concentrating, the feeling around disruption, anxiety, and of course, the increase in people adopting pets. I think that there's a gap there between you know people adopting pets but not really understanding why or how or how they could impact their lives, and someone like yourself who can really show the way. So, uh, you know, that's my soliloquy. I I just think what you're doing in the world is so important.
1: Thank you. And I've got to say, you know, the, the airline travel I guess is down like eighty percent or something right now. So sure. most of my clients are people that got. Their animals during the pandemic, and now they're finding out about this housing law. That you mean I can keep my animal, or you know, it's it, and it does impact people. I I get to hear it every single day when somebody talks about their pet or their animal. They light up. They you just see it on their face. You know, it just brings so much joy that I think more and more people are seeing how important our animals are most people call them family members and i couldn't agree more
0: yeah exactly now if my family member was here right now he'd be jumping on me because i think it's (laughs) snack time but um (laughs) but uh um so what's interesting too about pets especially well i'm a dog person so i tend to think of them and i think it's true as energy animals you know they they they're attracted to energy they, they have a sense around energy. Um, and uh, so one thing that you said earlier offline when we were talking, which I thought was really, really interesting, is this notion of how you connect together energy and anxiety. I think you said anxiety is an energy that we can transform. So tell me more about that philosophy you have.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I... I- Done a lot of different kinds of trainings that I feel like I learned more about energy. Whether it was meditation and how to kind of shift your energy, or I'm in shaman studies, also we use energy a lot. And so I've just always, and I feel like I've been a real intuitive person. And to me, that's like a knowingness, but it's kind of like you feel it. And I see that energy is very similar in that way. Like you were talking about the dogs they they sense it and i think uh, humans do too we just haven't cultivated it but so it's helped me to look at some universal principles or universal laws about energy right and um that the first law of physics is everything is energy and And then the second, well, I call it the second law of energy. It's really thermodynamics, but everything transmutes. Nothing ever ever really is born or dies. And so it's just changing. So if I look at and understand that anxiety is an energy that can be transformed, sometimes it just helps people to feel like, oh, I can do that. Or it doesn't feel so foreboding or like, out of control. So I look at it that it can change and that's the way I look at it. And that's the way I train or hopefully people will look at this as an easier way or a simpler way to really shift this anxiety for them in their life.
0: Oh my gosh. It almost sounds like, uh, 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 back one part of my life, I um, I turned a book called Getting to Yes, which is a Harvard written uh-huh. book on on negotiation into an e-learning program. And I, I got deep into uh, getting to yes. And so when you learn how to in a negotiation, you you turn the issue into the third party in the conversation. And, you know, like it almost seems like that kind of a strategy when you <laughs> s- talk about it that way. Yeah, I totally get that. That's, that's really neat. Now, what I love about you too, is that you're very intentional. You talk about law of attraction. You're also, but you're a 30 year, you've got 30 years in uh, uh, counseling. Uh, And you also, I I don't know if you do lifestyle design specifically, but you definitely have intention around where you, uh, like how you set up your life. You just talked about moving to Florida recently. Tell me about that whole process of Mm -hmm. going from (laughs) one part of the country to the other.
1: Oh, I have been, I'm not sure how long, at least 15, maybe 15 years, probably at least yeah. understanding some trainings about how you can use law of attraction. It's really about intention in yeah. your life. And so, you know, when you just practice all these things, I'm really talking about, you have to practice in your life. So there's some consistency that has to go on to make sure. some things happen or feel like you're in control. And, um, I would like to retire at some point in the next couple of years, so me and my husband were like, "Where you know where we were in California in beautiful Santa Barbara, but I knew if i wasn 't a millionaire, I probably was not going to be able to retire there, and I wanted a simpler life, a quiet without so much traffic, so I just put it out there, and I think about it in the morning, afternoon, or whenever, and all of a sudden this this friend started talking about Tampa Bay and never even considered Florida. Kept saying all this wonderful stuff and this and that and this and that. Well, we came out here a little over a year ago, had no intention of buying, and we just kind of looked. Fell into this little house on a canal with woods across from it for next to nothing. And we did it in a week visiting. We are in this place that I never suspected I would ever be and loving it never been happier in the in a little place but with the canal and i've got birds i have a wild duck that's a pet and he comes waddles in. Duck. oh my gosh and, he, and he's the he's the cutest thing you've ever seen a muscovy if you know what they are they're big he's the size of a turkey and he oh, wow. waddles up every almost every day and it's just a beautiful life so i'm very happy here but i intentionally asked for it but i had no idea what would come
0: huh It sounds like a bit of a manifesto for people in terms of how you, how you view things. I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, I love that. I mean, I can relate to that. I live in Victoria, BC, as we were talking about offline. So, you know, although I'm not flying a lot right now coming home here, um, you know, I, I walk with the dog, I take him for a walk every day in the woods or down to the beach. And it's just an important part of me having kind of even keeled energy throughout the day. So I can be super busy, but as long as I get that in, it just feels like it grounds me.
1: There again, you're using your dog. It's one of the best techniques for anxiety. Go outside, <laughs> be in nature, just walk, and even just look far away. It's one of the best techniques for even depression.
0: Right. Yeah. Funny, you know, with uh, with Ronan the other day, uh, he gets to share a little bit of dinner. I tend to eat dinner around seven thirty eight at night, and uh, I hadn't really thought too much about this. You know, he's been in in my home since uh just for a couple of months and it dinner time rolled around and i was a little bit late making dinner well he was he obviously was comfortable in the house he was indignant he would start barking at me and i was like what <laughs> clearly he was mad that i wasn't eating at, on time so on it's time. just those little moments you know with your pet are hilarious and they just kind of mm-hmm. they remind you that things you know don't have to be so serious <laughs> definitely yeah um so I like to ask these questions, uh, this question of all my my uh, guests, and uh, there's this word that comes up over and over and over again, which is the word resistance. And so I'm curious how you think of the word resistance and, and how you either sort of in your own life and business uh, think about it, push through it. Um, move around it, however you think about it, and, and as well with your clients. So tell me about your relationship to the mm-hmm. world word resistance,
1: Joanne. You know, anxiety is resistance. It, it boils down to almost everything that's blocking your true self, your authentic being, whatever it is you want to do and be. And so it's critical that we figure out some ways to work through that. And for me, for business. I, I don't, I can't even tell you how many businesses I've had. I think I started before, Well, I was probably 12 babysitting. You right. know, I've always worked and I love to work. But one of the things I have found that I think helped me the most is, and, and I'm going to say it, Nike, I'm not, I'm not going to fight with you, but I swear I had that saying, just do it before they did. Yeah. And it was just like, no matter what, just do something, move in a direction, it will take you right, or it will take you left, but there is no wrong, it just will take you in a direction, and then you'll know, oh, I don't want, I want more of this, I don't want more of this, and then you know, but staying static to me is resistant to moving into you, whatever it is you want, so it's just taking that step, one little baby step can make a huge i think the other piece to this i think that i hear a lot it's just lack of clarity they yeah. just don't know what they want and i i would like to talk at some point about my act or act method that i really want to give away free today even on yeah. my website but it is about first knowing what you want and that's the very first step because a lot of people say, well, i don't want that i don't want this But how are you going to get where you want to go unless you say, no, I want that and believe it, feel it and know it. And so I think that's how you move through, or I have found for me to move through resistance. Oh, there's a bunch
0: of stuff to unpack there. That's really cool. Um, (laughs) Like, I think you're right. I don't think anyone's ever answered that question that way. But, you know, the way I think about what you just said, one part of what you just said, uh, you used the word static uh, being static and, you know, we live, I, 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 have this belief, we, we've grown up in a system of education that uh, makes us think in a linear way. And, uh, we live in a dy- dynamic world. So when you say, uh, uh, static, you know, being static in a dynamic world by definition is going to be a tough go of it. So, uh, you know, and, uh, I think there's that, that's an interesting topic for another day, but, mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love, I love your message of um, just do it and just starting. And, you know, I think that um, you used another word offline. I think we were talking about the word you said practice. And uh, I think a lot of us put so much pressure on ourselves and, and, you know, to, to, I call it thread the needle. Um, But instead, if we can kind of think of what we're doing as a sandbox and go out and have fun and practice and try new things, I think it's, you know, it's part of what, it's part of the way that I think about pushing through resistance. So this, so ACT, tell me more about uh, your work. You've got a workbook on your website, which by the way, um, if people want to go there, I'll, I'll, it's on the show notes and we'll talk about it more in a bit, but uh, the URL to go to, to, to learn more about Joanne is uh, anxietysimplified.net. That's net. So on your site, you have a free workbook called act which is about making you more aware but tell me more like what's act all about
1: so the a is awareness okay before if we're, let's let's talk about anxiety most people are not even aware that they have thoughts that are anxious right. or that they are afraid of or the what if that happens kind of in the future thought. Right. And if they that's they can just look at that is really simple technique. If you could look at the thoughts that you're having. Before a panic attack, I'm talking way back when you just have, oh, I'm having uh, thoughts of anxiety about going to my mother-in-law's, let's say, or dinner, you know, or something like that. Notice what you're thinking. You will see patterns in there. You do it over and over and over again, and that's why it is anxiety, because we've created that pattern. So part of the A is become aware of that. And then the C is connect what your thought is with the feeling but you want to connect the thought that you want to create. So if you want to call calmness, or if you want to create peace, then those are the thoughts that you need to be thinking. How can I reassure myself? So I start to think about, I can do this. I know I can and connect it with a calm feeling. So the C is connect and the T is train. You got to practice it. And so you do that new pattern, over and over again and then you once you do this a few times you go oh oh gosh that feels much better than that tension you feel Mm. you'll keep practicing it so that's the act but the first part of it also is you got to know what you want you gotta first the first page is naming your goal, and you've got to be able to have a strong desire for this. I want this calmness bad enough that I will practice it, and I have to believe it. So you've got to name the goals that actually you know for sure you can do and you have that strong desire for it because you've got to feel good about this. When you do it, that's another key. You've got to feel good. So that's part of it. The first page, the rest, I say, give me a call and I'm happy to help you in any way I can. Even with a 10 minute consultation, I can guide you with this, um, to do more of it. I am planning some other, um, webinars and things like that around this. So those are becoming also.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, again, like I, the the idea of practice, it's an underserved idea. It sounds so basic, but, um, you know, like we, a lot of us are serial overthinkers, you know, uh, we get into entrepreneurship. It's so different. Yeah. The disruption of our current situation. It's a breeding ground for serial overthinking, which leads Mm -hmm. to anxiety and so practice, you know, um, and have some awareness and connect with that feeling. I love, I love ACT.
1: You know, the other thing I would say on the website, there's a meditation Mm. and almost every one of my podcasts, if I don't have a guest, I'm going to have, there's at the very end of each podcast, there'll be a meditation or I'm going to probably start its own. Just, you can just go there and listen. And I start with them five minutes. So the practice can just start for five minutes and then you build it you know so i'll have longer ones as i put more of these up but in the beginning five minutes um and anybody can do that so it's a good practice once again of just starting to quiet and there's a technique in there just to quiet that mind because that's what i hear them Oh, i can't meditate i can't sit still yes you can five minutes say yes i can sit still and my goal is to feel calm. You know, so you just work it a little bit and and, and they'll no, and they'll notice a the difference. Right.
0: right. Well, I, I love the topic. Um, we haven't really talked too much about it, but part of my story is, uh, gosh, when it was at about 15, 15 years ago, I had a series of panic attacks and that led to a lot of the kinds of things that I do today. So, uh, you know, having social anxiety, uh, panic attacks, um, living in the era of, era of COVID that we do, Um, I just really encourage all my listeners to for sure take a listen to Joanne. You've got a cool podcast coming up. Uh, You've got um, a really interesting take on the world. You've got a a part of what you do is you deal with emotional support animals and getting people set up to have that kind of a thing going on in their lives. So I just, I love, I love what you're doing in this world. And I, I'm very thankful that you came today uh, on our podcast for our guests.
1: Oh, you're very
0: welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much, Joanne. So if you want to learn more about Anxiety Simplified, uh, you can go to Joanne Williams' website, which is, ironically enough, anxietysimplified.net. And that's anxietysimplified.net. It'll be on the show notes here, but you can download the workbook called ACT, which is helping you to become more aware, more connected to your feelings, and to train, which in other words means to practice. Joanne, is there anything? Oh, uh, you know what? I wanted to ask you one more thing of all the things you've learned in business. um, I forgot to ask you this. I always ask this of my guests. What is your best, biggest insight? What is your biggest insight in business you've learned?
1: Just don't say there's such a thing as failure. You learn from every single solitary thing you do and and it's a stepping stone. So I think if you don't stop yourself with negative kind of talk, don't, don't take it from anybody else. You keep going with what you believe is your true purpose and you will get there. But you just don't let the ne- naysayers or your own negative thoughts stop you.
0: Well, thank you so much for that. And there's a good energy to that idea. Um, Speaking of energy, um, Joanne, (laughs) thank you so much for being on Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast today. I loved your message and uh, it was really wonderful to get reconnected to you. Thank you. And to all my guests today, thank you again for coming and listening to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast, where we're all about helping the little guy play that big game. And as you go out into the world and make the impact in the world that you want and help the clients that you're here to serve, please remember, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner, I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, I'm Duff Gardner and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, The Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me, and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe, your offer is the purest expression of your truth. So that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the Eighth step revenue breakthrough system. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner, see you next time, bye now.